Please listen carefully. <laughs> also, you keep your fucking book away from the mic. Oh, Sorry, yeah. I'm constantly page flip. flipping, pressing it down. everyone and their sister. I'm Christina. I'm Natasha. And I'm Stephanie. Sorry for that book. <laughs> oh god. Today's episode we are going to talk about confessions part, part two. two. The only worthwhile confessions that there is. Mm-hmm. What we mean by confessions is books that we either haven't read and said that we did because we wanted to look smarter or cooler than we actually are. We are a room full of Philistines. We are not cultured. We have eclectic taste. That is usually garbage. Yep. And that leads into the other thing we might mean, which is books that were absolute garbage that we totally read, but uh-huh. said that we didn't because we loved them. Or movies or TV shows. Oh, Those yeah, that's movies. right. We talk about other things. We do talk about other things. We aren't just a literary podcast. So, so yeah. <laughs> okay, so we'll start with books. I think this might be a controversial pick. Already excited. Uh, so something that I lied saying I had read was the Harry Potter series. <gasps> what? What? <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. Have you still not read them? No, I've read it. Okay. I've read it now. <laughs> but don't look at me like that. <laughs> we, the tone of this podcast would change completely. We would have pulled out the books and you would have had to sit here. And, like, and the next hour would have been you reading the very first one. Be like, no, we're going to watch you. As Ned whips out her Harry Potter tattoo. So I lied. <laughs> How old was I? Young young Stephanie lied about having read the books, being like, oh, I don't really like them. I tried them but didn't like them when I had never picked up a book in my life. I'd seen the first movie and I was like, oh, I don't like magic because I'm a stupid idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but so hipster child Stephanie lied because she used to babysit a family and they were all obsessed. Like the dad was obsessed. The kids were obsessed. They'd pre-order the book before. That was like a big thing. Mm-hmm. And they'd get shipped to their house on release day. Like they were living in the future at that time. Also, I just want to be part of that family. Look, my family was like, you want to buy books? Here's a fucking library card. Yeah, brand new books. <laughs> my family, at the very least, was like, oh, okay, you want a book, here you go. But my mom, to this day, has no fucking clue what Harry Potter is about. Wow. No, that's a lie. She's seen the movie by now. My mom took me to see the movie, but like, yeah. she didn't say, oh, we should read the books. Mother, wow. Mother failed. Steph's mom. <laughs> mom, you failed me. She was like, no, sit in front of a TV screen. Yeah. Ruin your eyes. TV all the way. Because I only started reading books till later in life. Because I was a <laughs> special kid. <laughs> we'll, we'll just say. <laughs> so, like, so when I was babysitting this family, the dad would be like, oh, have you read this Harry Potter? I think it was like Goblet of Fire came out. And he's like, oh, have you read these books? They're so great. I'm like, oh, I tried them. But I didn't like them. Never picked up the I book. can't. You not only lied about Harry Potter. You said you didn't like I it. I don't. Because I'm an so idiot. To make yourself look cooler. Like, can you imagine the lame kid that didn't like Harry Potter? Me. Because I yeah. thought I was cool. Also, I didn't read the books, but then I was watching the movies because the kids I babysat wanted to watch the movies. So I'd be watching the movies all the time, and I'm like, oh, this is so good, yeah. But I didn't want to. <laughs> I didn't want to admit it at heart, so then I'd have to read seven books or however many were out. So flashback. Flash forward? Flash forward. To... Flash forward in the flashback. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Flashback to flash forward. It's grade 11, and I was taking a trip to France. I sound pretentious. I went to France for my French credit. People did Which... that. I Who feel like what rich people did this? It wasn't even. It wasn't even I, we like stayed on the res of like the Paris Canadian house. I are you about to suggest my that it wasn't that expensive? <laughs> that like this is, this is an I know. I remember the price. Should I tell you the price? Yeah, five thousand dollars for a oh month. Oh my god! For a month. Per month? 
No, for, it was one month. Oh, for one month. For one month. No, I can't. Is that too much? That. That's a lot. When I was a child, that's okay. not something that ever would have happened. No. But, like, think about it. So, like, we got food for free all the time. They, like, had I all mean, these trips organized that we didn't. free. I mean, I we paid more. But, like, <laughs> all the excursions we had were included in the price. And I think it was a good deal. I don't know. It, no, don't get me wrong that it's probably not, like, a great deal. Like, a trip to Paris, $5,000. Like, that's, nowadays, I'd be like, oh, my God, a month in Paris, 5000 bucks. But definitely, as a teen, my family never would have given that up. However, saying that, if I were to ever have kids, I would spend $5,000 to get them out of my hair for a month. For yeah. The full summer month. Yeah, I'm actually, you're out. Never mind. That's true. That's true. Yeah. While my broke-ass family would have never been okay with this, this is absolutely what you should do with your kids. Yes. Not like now that I think about it, I don't know why I got this trip. Oh, I think my sister had a grad trip oh. to like Laguna Beach style Cuba. <gasps> and what? they got to get rid of both of their and kids. Then, so, so smart. She, she went during Noah's March break, and then I went in the summer to like even out the cost. Oh. That was not even. No, that, <laughs> that was not even. But anyways, so yes. Bye. So yes. Okay. In so one of the excursions we had was to go and see the sixth movie. Sixth movie because it had just come out. So we all went to just watch it in French. No, it had subtitles. No, it was English with French subtitles. Oh. Because they were like, oh, you Canadian kids, you deserve some, <laughs> some joy from this month. Some joy from being, so, oh, from being, being alone in France. Like, I'm thinking back now that I didn't appreciate that trip as much as I should have. I should didn't eat as much as I should have. I didn't shop as much as, much as I should have. Shouldn't have, like, drank in the park more. Like, what was I thinking? Teens don't, don't appreciate anything. They, they're stupid. It's true. Your brains aren't developed. About, you, they, like, don't know anything. They they're lie about psychotic. reading Harry Potter. They lie. I wasn't a teen. I was a small child. <laughs> you were like, small, 12. I was, like, 12. I was, you were a, a small child that was babysitting other small children? Yeah. That is, like, getting a horse to look after a dog. Uh, my babysitting, <laughs> my babysitting technique was, like, oh, you guys want to play an Xbox game? And that's what we did all afternoon. Wow. Yeah. No wonder she could afford the Paris trip. <laughs> and then uh, another Stephanie original was doing sliding down staircases in sleeping bags, and then I put helmets on to keep it safe. <laughs> so in case you banged your head, it wouldn't be my fault. Actually, I think the first time I ever babysat was when I was 10. So yeah. pretty young. Yeah. I took Who the a- fuck were you babysitting? A goldfish? Sister? No, he was like four years old. My mom used to have like a daycare, day home, day home. That's what they called them. Like kids would come to your house for like a whole, but it was like through an actual company and stuff like that. One of them lived like across the street and I babysat him once and he was around four years old. And I think I was like, yeah. And I took like a babysitter's course and everything. At 10? Yeah. Jesus. I had to go to a university for this babysitter's course and I learned CPR and first aid and stuff like that. At 10 years old. That's, that's a story that you're going to tell right yeah. sitter okay. CPR class. I don't want to interrupt Steph's thing, but <laughs> I'd like to make a note that I forgot to make earlier. That I personally oh, no! feel that Natasha is a chronic fucking liar. And sometimes she tells stories and she says them, she says them like they're totally sane and totally plausible. And like everything is 100%. But her version of events is she went to a university at 10 years old to learn CPR in a babysitter's course. And I'd like to disagree with that. Because I could believe, I could almost believe 12. I could definitely believe 13. I think once you have teen at the end of your age, 100% this is possible. You're going to fucking tell me that 10 years 
years old, your little ass on a fucking bus, <laughs> shuttled yourself to university. Was to driven, university. Driven by my parents in their fucking ugly ass red car. And they just left you. They were like, no, go go learn CPR. Go have a man put his mouth on yours to learn CPR. And we'll walk away. This is how kids get molested. This is <laughs> the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. No, no. It was definitely real. It was in Calgary. And the only reason why. Calgary, that's why. <laughs> the only reason I can remember the age is because after that, I had already left for Toronto. So it couldn't be up to age 12. I was in Calgary, but we didn't babysit this guy or this boy when I was older. I don't know. I can believe 12. I can't believe 10. Steph, go ahead. But like in my gull books, I'm like, oh yeah, that seems plausible. No, it was plausible. There no, was like I believe in conflicting opinions. Anyways, back to the scene. And as everyone knows, in the sixth movie, something big happens. Also known as Dumbledore falls off a building. Because he's the dead. Tower. The light in the tower. Because <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> Dramatic music ensues. Wand lights in the air. And I'm like, ooh, this is a good TV show. <laughs> TV show. <laughs> this is a good movie. I should probably try the books. And then also in that lovely sixth movie, you get Ron's making out with people. Emma Watson. Hermione's <laughs> mad about it. Harry's like, oh, my best friends are fighting. Does he have a love interest? That w- Whatever. Ginny. Oh, yeah. So, like, <laughs> that got me in. I'm like, teen angst? In. This would be the fucking thing that would get Steph into Harry and I, Potter. So I fly home. That whole <laughs> month, I literally just have read Harry Potter and watch the movie. So I read a book and then I watch the movie for the whole month. And I'm, like, obsessed. And then for, like, the continuing year, I would always watch it. Like, I think I only read Harry Potter in my senior year of high school. Like, all the time, continuously, over and over again. And that's my book. I Harry Potter was not a book I thought was going to get mentioned in this podcast. I mean, I can believe it because I've met so many people that have not read it. And they're like, oh, I don't want, I don't think I like it. I'm like, but you will. Yeah, they're like, that was I'm, what I thought. I'm out of the age range. I'm like, you can never be out of the age it's range. It's a well-written book. There people. is a theme park. There is no age range. It is yes. for everyone. I want to go to that. So <laughs> Me too. All right, guys. Keep it tight. Nat, what did you lie about aside from every story you've ever told in your life? Wow. Okay, so I'm going I'm going back to some, some deep roots here. I was previously going to pick something more modern, but I was like, eh, that's boring. <laughs> wow. So I'm going with... Throwing shade. I am. I am throwing a little bit of shade. I'm picking something that is more... Old in the sense that everybody, everybody I know has a connection to it and everybody always talks about it and I just be like, nod along very stupidly and just not say anything about it. (laughs) The books that I lied about reading, because I'm going to say multiple because I could not name a single one of these, are the Babysitter Club books. Ooh. I also haven't read them. Amazing. Did you take the the quiz on BuzzFeed and I had to pretend that I, oh yeah, I know this girl. (laughs) I, I had to pretend to know what the fuck I was talking about. I'm like, oh yeah, I got this girl. Didn't know a thing. Did well, not know anything. I know pretty much everybody knows about these books, but I will give you a brief summary. I'm going to need it. I also didn't read them. Oh, amazing. <laughs> there we go. I love when people haven't read what I haven't read. <laughs> um, so it's essentially, which I'm sure you gathered from the title, it's essentially a group of girls who have a babysitting club. Wait, quick question. What's the age range? <laughs> <laughs> but it's 10 to 12. <laughs> I think it's actually 6 to 8. I th- 
No, I mean, how old are the babysitters? No, yeah. Not what age is the books meant for? Because uh. <laughs> you see, it was a callback to our earlier conversation. Doesn't I, someone have a boyfriend and someone? I think they're all like preteens, so like eleven to fourteen. There's like an eating disorder one, right? I think that's later in the series. There's okay. the original four girls. So I do know more about this series than <laughs> I let on. I'm pretty sure it takes place in some, like, white-ass place, like, Connecticut or oh, something like yeah, that. Because um, they were, like, from... I did see a movie, and I can't remember much oh, from the movie. Yeah. But it reminded me of, like, a small town in, like... Yeah. Yeah, like, the New England states. That's what it yeah, looked yeah. like. It was really pretty and all that. Uh, anyway, so each book is essentially from the perspective of one of the four girls, I think, in this babysitter's club. And it's usually, like, some problem that they encounter, like, puberty or some shit. <laughs> or, like, That's a, a boy. Tough that is a tough time. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, I don't know, like, if this is old enough, the Sadie Hawkins dance. Is it Sadie Hawkins? The one where the girl asks the boy? Sadie Hawkins is when the girl asks the boy, yeah. Yeah, okay. In my khaki So pants. shit like that. But anyways, I... So in my Scholastic Book Orders, there would be two choices in the big group order on the last page, and it was either Babysitter's Club or Goosebumps. And I always fucking wanted Goosebumps. Yeah. Well, yeah. Goosebumps all the time. Anyway, that's pretty much it. Because Babysitter's Club, it was one of those things that everybody used to talk about, and i just pretend yeah. that I knew what the fuck they were talking about. Or they talk about the movie, and I was like, sure. Mm-hmm. So That's... don't take the BuzzFeed quiz because you have to pretend to know what you're talking about. Like well, me. so I used to always pick instead of Babysitters Club, Nancy Drew. Uh, yeah. They didn't. I don't know if it was Scholastic. My to be fair, my parents were. And I think we talked about this in like the first yeah. episode. My parents, the one thing that they were cool with spending money on, no matter what it was, was books. So like I could go to a chapters and mm-hmm. go nuts. So I don't remember if it was in Scholastic, but for a really long time, I had like almost all of the Nancy Drew books. I fucking loved them, and even now, give me all the crime. Yeah, I think I already owned a lot of them because yeah, because yeah. my I own them in hardcover too, like the old school hardcovers. Yeah. Because, the, the like the yellow spine yeah. and the little blue. Yep, yep. Because my old babysitter's younger sister had all of them and she didn't want them anymore, so she just handed me a box and they were just full of them and I was like, I'm gonna read all of these. Yeah. But they were like not all of them. there was like a hundred of them and like they were none of them were in the right order or like anything so I just like fucking read whatever I could find. Don't they have numbers on them? They do, I but mean, like like some of the numbers were missing. Oh, true. That's what I meant. She was like missing quite a few. God, of them. can you remember not having the internet and not being able to like look up what the order of something is supposed to be? I don't know how I'd find a book series without good. Reading. I think I looked within each book and was like, if I'm reading it in this order that it says, <laughs> like I I have bookmarked the order with which all of Agatha Christie's books are written in because I want to read all of them but I refuse to read them out of order so like I literally refer back to that whenever I'm gonna pick up the next Agatha Christie can you imagine not having that at your fingertips I couldn't live I couldn't live they're in, in any the other generation books, but like they're confusing I don't think they do that anymore as much but they did yeah because they the, used to yeah because of the internet because of the Cause internet google exists yeah. all right Christina's turn Okay, so I don't like to do shoutouts, but I will say I was going to pick for this initially Catcher in the Rye. Mm. And I was going to pick it specifically because it's my best friend's, one of her favorite books. And I fucking, I can't stand the concept of Catcher in the Rye. For whatever reason, it looks so like awful and hipstery. I never want to talk about it or look at it. So I just pretend that I read it and I hated it. It is really hipstery. To the fact that I have rated it on Goodreads as though I did read it. (laughs) And I specifically, I specifically rated it a two because I thought rating it a one would make it seem too obvious. So I figured like rating it a two and making it seem like, oh, there were some okay elements would seem more realistic. But I don't even know to this day what the plot of Catcher in the Rye is. I mean, your two star rating is longer than that book, so... (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay. Well, Caulfield is okay. Like, that's how I would rate. He's okay. <laughs> he's that's an okay guy. Wouldn't it's date him. Medium. Yeah, he's okay. Yeah. yeah. So that was what I was going to pick, but I'm not going to, um, for lots of reasons. Also because it's kind of boring. Like, my whole core concept around it is just, a lot of people I know like it, and I look at the people who like it, and I'm like, ooh, I don't like you. So I assume I won't also like this book. <laughs> wow. <laughs> However, Your friend likes choice, it, though. Hmm? Your friend like Your best friend likes it. Yeah, she's got a lot of flaws. What can I say? <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Best friend, watch out. She's, watch she's not listening to this episode. Listen, yes, she is because she knows I'm meanest to the people I love the most. <laughs> but also, I think it, it's probably also like an age thing. Like, she probably read it at an age where it sounds like Catcher in the Rye would speak to you. But I think the second you age out of that teen angst, you can never get back you can into never thinking age that's out okay. Of teen angst. I think I can. Teen angst forever. <laughs> you will still watch teen shows. Teen yeah. Angst. Hi. Riverdale starts next week. I know. I'm so <laughs> forget. Listen, that's for a completely different thing. My own teen angst. I Your think personal I teen aged angst. out of very quickly. I would hope so. Others teen angst. Yes. Okay, that's fine. Wallow in that teen also, angst. Also, modern teen angst is so much better than like old teen angst. Can you like, imagine? Holden Caulfield teen angst is not as good that's as like when people are literally being murdered all around you. Yeah, there's not as much drama in Holden Caulfield teen angst. Okay, yeah. So my real pick. <laughs> I think that this is slightly more controversial. And it Ooh. is. Um, and I think you guys already know this because we talked about this before. But the reason I am picking this is because this particular author, particularly I think a couple years ago when I was around the university age, got a lot of flack. Like I think there was a little resurgence of like not liking this author's book specifically because they're so she's mind. a she's a female author and her books are very women focused. And I think that there was a little resurgence of like downplaying her works and her, her contribution to society oh. because she was a woman and because of the kind I of book she read. Or the book she wrote. I am inherently not very interested in this kind of book or this kind of story, but I was so annoyed that this woman was being, like, downgraded because of other shitty people who I'd like to add also hadn't fucking read the books that I decided that I would be someone who hadn't read the books but would stand up for her as if I had. So I have read no Jane Austen book ever in my life. Wow. If we need to pick a specific one, let's say Pride and Prejudice, that's the most common one. I like the movie and I love the miniseries, but like this kind of shit, I want to watch. I want to be able to like not pay attention to for a couple seconds. Like I want to have this on the TV in the background. I don't want to sit through a fucking huge massive book about this. But I was very, very upset and annoyed with people who immediately dismiss her because just because I don't like and I don't want to read those kinds of books doesn't mean that they haven't lasted the test of time, thank you very much, and are about more than just romance. Not that I would know firsthand, but I definitely <laughs> know about that secondhand. So in university yeah. particularly, I was like How a did you little... bypass that Jane Austen class? Because I know I had to take one. I didn't take a specific Jane Austen class. I would take like American lit and stuff like that. Oh, that's also true. <laughs> yeah, I I did take English. It was my major. See, See? <laughs> but See? I took I took American lit and I took uh, yeah. queer and all um, alternative lit. So I did not have to read Jane Austen because she is neither of those things. It's very true. That's a true fact. <laughs> yeah. But I became like a little like one man army for her against people who were being insulting. And then I used to, and this is where it's really fun, be like, have you even read it? 
Like, do you even know? <laughs> and like, the, there's a part you of me inside. Critical. Listen, son that's, of a bitch. That's one word for it. I prefer the word audacity because I think that is a stronger term for what it was. Because she deserved it. She deserved to have someone in that particular room stand up for her at that time. She's got lots of fans. Her books are worthwhile. I just personally don't want to read them. But even as I was saying it, a little part of me on the inside. Yes, understood the irony of me looking at someone and being like, have you even read her books for you to be making these insulting claims? Wow. Jane Austen, I will never, I'm never going to read any of them. I've seen never all of them Never say never. No, I've seen all of them now. Like every version that's Clueless been made into count. something. <laughs> Clueless does absolutely count. Let's not, let's, yes, it does. Um, but I, will, I will stick to watching Colin Firth adaptations. Um, I barely have the energy some days to read books that I'm actually interested in. I definitely, I'm I'm not going to spend the time on this, but outside of this podcast, I'm still here for Jane Austen and I will still, I will still say it for her and the contribution that she made to society and people that love her books. I'm going to be honest. I've only read Pride and Prejudice and I think Sense and Sensibility and that's it. I've read a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You took a class. I did take a class. I mean, I think just after those two, I was like, and I'm going to go to my Bronte sisters. You know what I picked up? I'm like, oh, I need a trashy romance book. That's exactly what I want. And I did. I get it. Get it. Yeah. So that's my horrible, dirty truth. Uh, I aggressively lied about reading Jane Austen, and I never have. Classic books are just missed. Sometimes, yeah. I was really disappointed to learn when I was at the Guillermo del Toro exhibit that Guillermo. he- Guillermo del Toro. Yes. Um, that he is a huge fan of Charles Dickens. Ooh. And I was Ugh. like, ooh, this is definitely a mark against you. This is definitely, yeah, this is fair. to personally choose to like. And Char- and he like quotes Bleak House all the time, which is arguably possibly his worst book. Like it is the saddest, most depressing thing ever. Confession, oh, it never read Charles Dickens. Here we are. Full circle. <laughs> Full circle. So that was our books. Now movies. movies. Steph, I was like, well, I don't Steph what, what movie have you lied about? Um, I have to cut that out too. Let <laughs> me refer to my notes. Why I want that um. Um, guys, we're gonna send our email address out at the end of this podcast. Tell us how do you feel about Stephanie Sounds? Do you like an um? Do you like a okay? Do you like a like like like? Let me tell you, I love them. I want them to be in every single podcast because there's nothing more enjoyable for me. But then they sound like a valley girl. So my movie lie, the movie that I had lied about seeing was Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, came out in 2003, because no one knows what I'm talking about. (laughs) A scary movie came out in 2003, was a remake... From a classic, can anyone confirm this? A classic yes, movie yes. from 1974. I, I believe the name of the original was Texas Chainsaw, Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, yeah. Star Jessica Biel. Oh yeah, that's probably it. Because that's the only person that's who was a, in that whole movie. No one was it famous a one is ever movie? in scary movies. Ah, who knows? I think I don't even know who the who played the guy because he was wearing a mask the whole time. I think. Yeah. The reason I picked uh, this movie was because so I don't know if you guys uh, had this, but like. In middle school, watching scary movies was a big deal. Yeah. And, like, you were super mm-hmm. cool if you watched uh, scary movies. So, there I was, going to someone's house in grade 7 to watch a scary movie. <laughs> being like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I've seen this before. I've never seen it before. Uh, and then the opening credits come on, and there's a girl sitting in a car, and she takes out a gun. What I thought was from her vagina, but, like, who knows now? She probably... Ew. She probably was sitting on it. I mean, it's very possible. Vaginas are really good to keep guns in. Yeah, keep it warm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Be warm for later. I can't imagine where else I would want to keep my gun. 
I mean, it's the best hiding spot. No one, no one's going to be like, you, I know where you're hiding that gun. As long as you don't get the gun wet, it's fine. Why? Why would you, even, why would you say that sentence? Why would you do that It'd at be all? What? Anyways, anyways. <laughs> sweating in there. I feel like it's not necessarily the most inconspicuous, because depending on, like, how comfortable you are with things in your vagina, what would your walk be like? It'd be a lot. Anyway. I have a diva cup. Like, I mean. That's I like a large d- instrument in that's there. That's true. That's very true. The vagina is a very versatile thing. It's like a it's little an amazing. purse. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> you never know what's up there. Anyway, anywho, <laughs> uh, so we're watching this movie. After she t- takes out her gun from places unknown, we we don't know. <laughs> she puts it in her mouth and then blows out her brains. Oh my god! Like this is what I remember to this day. This scene, and then we're all immediately start screaming and run from the room. Every single one of us. And turns out no one had seen that movie and <laughs> everyone was a liar, including myself. So yeah, that was my I, I, pick. I, I mean, just, solid group lie. Yeah, I enjoy a good group lie. Yeah. Uh, teens are liars. Do you yeah. ever, did you have a moment afterwards where you all looked at each other and did you all just like... No. Did you admit? We never admit. We just like <laughs> pretend it never happened. Wait, did you guys finish the movie? No, we only saw the first 10 <laughs> minutes and then we were out. Out Amazing. for the count. Yeah. So, because I've never seen it, why do you why do you think she blew her head off? Cause she was came, it because she, of the vagina in the gum? She escaped the guy in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre guy. That's This is my guess. Oh, it's And they picked her up. So, so this is she her. she escaped and then she blew I think her head I think up? she's running away and they pick her up on the side of the road. They pop her in a van. So then while she's sitting in the van, maybe they're going back. The, back the way she's not. She is just don't Jessica want them to the main person? That the one who brings No, out? I don't think so. I think it's someone else. Oh. But then they go maybe back the way she came. So and that's the, how the movie starts. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre is essentially a whole family of killers. I could not tell you. I think it's from what I remember. I've only watched the original. I thought, I thought it was a dude who killed a whole family. Was it is Chainsaw? It? I don't know. I thought his whole family had a barn and they killed people. And then he was like the main killer. And then I thought that. Her, I don't know. I'm about to I'm about to get some hate because I'm about to ask a question that's gonna show all of my movie chop all my horror movie chops. Is Leatherface Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Yeah. Right. So it's just him, right? It's not like Leatherface the dad and then a Fifth tiny Leatherface baby. Follows a group of friends who fall victim to a family of cannibals oh, no, on their way to visit okay, an old okay, homestead. Although it was marketed as a true story to attract a wider audience <laughs> and a subtle commentary on the era's political climate, its plot is entirely fictional. What was the political climate? That cannibals was the commentary. What year was that? 1974? Maybe it was about race. Yeah. Hold on. And cannibals. Yeah. What do you think English people thought of Scottish people? That they were cannibals. I remember. I remember shit. But this is not in England or Scotland. I know, but this is what people think about I'm going to see what the 2003 version is. But the... They're white, aren't they? I don't know. I've never seen this movie. Okay. It's a metaphor for the political climate. Okay. God. So You're a metaphor for the political climate. So then 2003 I am, version. I find offense to that. Yeah. Well. So that's it, y'all. It's Jeff's a dirty liar. Uh-huh. Everyone's a liar. I mean, Matt, everyone's a liar. Matt, when, what are you a dirty liar about for movies? So my movie that I picked is actually two movies, but they're related. Oh, you fucking cheat. They are braided together as one to me. Because here's the thing. This is why this is embarrassing to me. I have a tattoo on my back. <gasps> what? <laughs> this is like a thousand times worse than when someone wears a band shirt of a band that they didn't Ooh. ever listen to. Yeah. It's marked on your body. I do that all the time, by the way. I fucking loved the Hobbit book, and I loved the Lord of the Rings movies, and I liked the books okay, but I didn't love the books as much. 
Um, so I've seen all the Lord of the Rings movies and I watched the first Hobbit movie in theaters. I did not bother to watch the second two Hobbit movies because I was like, fuck that shit. Not interested. Not interested one bit. Well, there's no reason for them to be three. That was yeah, offensive. no. I think at the end when I went into the first Hobbit movie, I went in thinking that it was only going to be two movies and I thought we we're going to be like halfway done. And then, you know, at the end scene, I don't know if you guys have seen it. At I the end know. scene, they show how far away they are from Mount Doom. And I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> The Hobbit book was so good compared to the Lord of the Rings books because of how short it was and how, like, mm-hmm. succinct and, like, how perfect it was. Perfect for the length because, as we know, J.R.R. Tolkien... J.R.R. Tolkien? That's wow. right. Wow. Is that right? Yeah. So, J.R.R. Tolkien likes to write, like, a fucking person that has all the time in the world, apparently, because I don't know if you guys have read the beginning of the Lord of the Rings... But there's a whole other fucking story in the beginning. There's like a song, there's Tom Bombadil, there's like a whole dance. There are, I think, a page and a half was just on a leaf flying through the wind. And I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? I tried to read them and I gave up. Yeah, I think I for good reason. Two pages in. For good reason. Yeah. I'm very much obsessed with The Hobbit, at least, and the Lord of the Rings movies, because I even went as far as learning a bit of Elvish. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Learning a bit Do you know some Klingon too? Please say yes. No, Fuck. I. you know I didn't watch Star Trek. <laughs> I can hope. I can believe in the dream. Learning a bit of Elvish, specifically Quenyan Elvish, <laughs> if you want to know which dialogue. Wow. <laughs> so that's the one that Galadriel speaks for her big famous poem. Your nerd just flew out. <laughs> yeah, it did. And uh, the tattoo on my back says friend in a different kind of Elvish, the ones that are in the mines of Moria. And so it's on like the doorway that says speak friend to enter. Is that Elvish? Yes, it's Elvish. I cannot confirm or <laughs> deny because I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so that's an Elvish too. And so I just this have is too much. What? This is too much. I can't believe this. Keep going. Anyway, so I have friend on my back. And my best friend also has friend on her hip in Elvish. Because that was the main reason we became friends. Because I hated her fucking guts before. <laughs> what friend is this? My best friend. You met her. Oh. <laughs> so you bonded over Lord of the Rings? Yes. And that's did. why you're friends now? Yes. Although, to this day, I'm not really sure if she actually read Lord of the Rings or if that's just... Anyway, so we watched Lord of the Rings together, and then we were like, we're going to watch all of The Hobbit together. We went to the first movie, and then after that, we just did not bother. I didn't even bother to watch it. I don't even know if it came onto Netflix. Did it premiere in theaters? Yeah. It's not straight to DVD. It's The Hobbit. (laughs) I know, but I'm like, I don't remember this happening. I remember the first one. That's it. Yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch, Martin Freeman, Luke Evans. (laughs) Beautiful man. And for some reason, fucking Orlando Bloom is in The Hobbit movies. He's in everything because he has no jobs. (laughs) They're like, oh, Orlando's free. Really really dark. Orlando Bloom Um, likes to fight Justin Bieber. That's what's happening because his ex-wife slept with him. Just so we're all aware. That new is like five years old. I know, but like people don't know. People aren't up to date. That's all he's done in the last five years. The Hobbit movie and... And he can live off that money because he doesn't need to do anything else. I specifically remember from the first movie, we sat down and it was like the worst experience of my life. First of all, enjoyed that movie, but I got there and right off the bat, I saw somebody that I had gone traveling with at some point. Listen, this is relevant. And with them... Is it? (laughs) With somebody I fucking hate. You have a lot of people you hate. It's the same person. (laughs) That they always pops up? So this is like an ex-friend that I'm, like, no longer friends with, and it, like, ended very dramatically. We went traveling together when I was an archaeologist. 
Anyway, so he was there. And then I ended up sitting next to a guy that was clearly possibly drunk. And my drink had a fucking little Gandalf on the on the straw thing. You know, like those like, yeah, yeah. movie drinks, whatever. And he kept reaching over, taking my drink and shaking it around and then putting it back down. And it was weird. So weird. And then his leg kept leaning over into Why? my leg. Why were you like, hey... Stop oh, that. Yeah. that shit's creepy. That happened to me when I was like 11 years old at a movie theater yeah. and I'm scarred to this day about it. And he it. kept doing it and then I looked over at him and he grinned at me. He oh, fucking no, grinned. So creepy. So creepy. And he's clearly with his girlfriend. And I was like, what Ew. is happening? What is happening right now? It is so gross. But he just kept picking up that drink. I went home, washed that thing, like no fucking tomorrow, and then I never used it again. I yeah. tossed it out. I was like, You oh should have like casually uh, spilled your drink on him. Be like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. So now every time I think of The Hobbit, all I think of is this creepy guy and the guy I hate sitting right next to me as well. <laughs> so that ruined The Hobbit for me yeah. as well as... Understandable. <laughs> my own not wanting to see yeah. two more fucking movies of that shit. And that's my movie. Let me tell you, the lead-in from your movie to mine, excellent. Okay? Because <laughs> you're talking about fucking... Benedict Cumberbatch. And the reason I wanted to make sure that this was my fucking movie is that we could have a conversation about how much I don't like Benedict Cumberbatch's stupid skin stretched over an avocado face. Okay? Oh, wow. I don't like it. I don't like him. There's something about him that inherently bothers me that I can't place. I can't say, like, one time in an interview he said something. I'm pretty sure, like, he's a pleasant man. Is he? I don't buy that. I don't know. Like, I actually I, do he not He might know. be aggressively, like, polite because of yeah. his, like, posh Britishness. Mm. But he's got that face where I'm like, I just, one day it's going to come out that he, like, lit someone on fire. And I'm going to be like, yeah, I 100% <laughs> believe it. Oh my God. <laughs> he doesn't strike me as a murderer face. Like, sometimes all the people on the street, I'm like, ooh, you have people in your dungeon basement. <laughs> no. But yeah. him, you know no. Pay someone to murder for him because he's got money. So, this is my movie. I mean, yeah, what is your movie? <laughs> is Doctor Strange. Ugh. Um, <laughs> Didn't see. <laughs> I was not into watching that at The all. difficulty with this episode is trying to describe, like, what the movie's about. Because I don't know. I know what Doctor Strange is about. I know it's, like, a universe time-bending thing. And I like the character of Doctor Strange. And I was really excited for this movie initially. Me and a group of my friends are big, huge Marvel fans. We've seen all of the movies. We watch all the shows. Which, at this point, I mean, like, everybody has. But it's a big thing for us. We go out on opening day. We have whole events around it. When the first Avengers came out, the movie theater near us was doing a marathon. So Ooh. you could pay like 30 bucks and you'd get a ticket. And we sat in that fucking movie theater together for like eight hours. That sounds Wait, horrendous. wait, wait. And watched all the previous movies that led up to the Avengers and then watched the Avengers at midnight. It was actually so much fun. It was so good. Were your legs not dead-ass tired? Were you allowed well, to bring in outside food? Like, I'm just thinking, yeah, yeah. what would you eat? Yeah, yeah. No, you do. Actually, technically, in movie theater, you are allowed to bring it outside Did they food. let you do yoga between each movie? They gave you half an hour. You could have if you wanted, I guess. That's a lot of time. But wait, that's a lot of time in yeah. my mind presumably to, like, it's kill so, time. Presumably, so that your legs don't atrophy. We used to, like, send someone to go out and get food. We had a whole ordeal. It was a lot of fun. It was good. It's part of our, like, whole big thing when it comes to these movies and television shows. Okay. And Doctor Strange was the next one coming out, and it is the first one that I have not seen as soon as it came out. It is the only one that I will never fucking watch. And I got so fucking sick and tired of explaining why. Because it's not, it's not as simple as having, like, a clear-cut reason. It's not like he did something in the past that I don't want to... Like, I won't go to a Johnny Depp movie anymore. But I have a reason for mm-hmm. that. You yeah. trying to explain to someone that Benedict's Cumberbatch, Benedict Cumberbatch's face is so uncomfortable to me that I hate him. 
I look at him and I'm like, no, fuck you. I don't want to see nothing that you're in. I want to watch. I watched the first and I think maybe the second season of Sherlock. And I watched the Alan Turing movie, The Imitation Game. And like, I like those things, but I hate him in it the whole fucking time. I can't stand him. Interviews, I can't even look at him. Like, it's awful. So the concept of sitting through a whole fucking movie in a movie theater with this fucking guy? Absolutely (laughs) not. As Steph mentioned one time, his wife looks exactly like him. Yeah, they they look like twins. Yeah, one day you're gonna find they're related. And Siblings. It's gonna be some yeah. weird, I'm not weird, weird rich people thing. Okay, they're trying to keep the bloodline pure. I'm pretty sure they're related. Wasn't he on Who Do You Think You Are? I don't know. Who knows? It's a British TV show where they find out you're. No, I know what he, it is. I just don't know if he was. And on he it. found out that one of his ancestors is like a slave owner. No, not. Yes, I do remember this, and, and like, I remember the whole like, time. A general in something, and it was no. Bad. They had slaves, and then he had this wow. whole thing about oh, I don't want to get this wrong because this is a bad one to get wrong. I just remember that like I can't remember if it was a reasonable reaction or not, but I yo I remember using that reaction that he had to further fan my dislike of him to be like yeah I buy that you're an awful person. He it doesn't matter. I don't like him. I don't want to see things in. I have other issues with this movie. Fucking Tilda Swinton. As a fucking Tibetan monk? Are you fucking kidding me? She can fucking become anyone. It's so... She, she can't change her race. <laughs> Listen, I like woman. her. I'm glad they changed the character because in the comic books, the ancient one is a guy. I'm glad they made it a woman. That's nice. But you, it's not like a free-for-all. You don't get to pick minority or woman or... <laughs> like, you gotta fucking go with both. Why didn't you pick someone who was maybe kind of Asian? Even just kind of. If you didn't want to go the full way, you could have found someone to lead you more the way than the whitest human in human existence. She's Thank like you. translucent, though. I'm pretty pale. This is the problem I had with Iron Fist, too, though. Because oh, yes. they have all these people in this coolie. I don't. I haven't watched Iron Fist, so I can't fully say anything. But, like, clearly from an Asian place, Asian people that taught him stuff... And then, guess what? The main guy's white. The main guy who gets the iron fist gets to be white. This is, I will say this at the end of time, that show would have been so much fucking better if instead of popping out the iron fist the second episode in, he spent the whole first season trying to make it happen, trying to finally be the iron fist, and the very last fucking episode, his actual Asian friend who's been with him, Colleen Wing, I think, she ends up being the Iron Fist. Like, that something happens been... and she just pops someone and she starts glowing. That would have been amazing. Mind blown. Greatest season ever. Instead, we get this trash with fucking Danny Rand. <laughs> and yes, I get it. I, I know, because I can hear it already. He's white in the comic books. But the comic books were in a long fucking time ago. It's 2017. That's it's true. time to learn. It's time to update your shit. And it would have been amazing if she ended up being the Iron yeah. Fist. I, I remember when I'm it started. I'm in for that. Yeah. I'm not in for this. When no. it started and he had the struggle of making the Iron Fist happen, there was a part of me that was like, oh my god, what if this turns out to be... I was so excited by the possibility that this could be it. And then like three seconds... Like, he struggles with it for like 20 minutes. I am not here for your struggle of trying to do your thing when you did it in 20 minutes. It obviously is not that hard for you, white but guy. Then, but then I bet he complained the whole season about that struggle. He complains about an awful character <laughs> maybe he'll die maybe his that girl will get the iron fist he'll pass it listen her. it would have just she been him. so good she is such a better she's the I, only reason know. to watch the show <laughs> but anyway i hate benedict cumberbatch uh stop fucking whitewashing asians this is just a thing that needs to stop happening yes anyway so, fuck TV. that guy fuck movies that we lie about because this is the only reason why so tv shows staff <laughs> I forgot what I was saying. Your turn. I already forgot what I said. The conversation was overtaken by this. Now I'm just sitting here. I'm fuming. 
I mean, this will relate perfectly to the intersection of feminism. Ooh, just slide right into it. So, for my TV show, I I didn't pick one main TV show because I watch a lot of crap alone. <laughs> for example, Southern Charm, great show. Highly recommend. I Like, I have more vested interest in The Real Housewives than I probably should. Not, and I don't watch the TV show. But you wouldn't lie about those. I wouldn't li- No, I wouldn't lie about that. It's hard Do to I lie. have Kim Zolak Bierman on Instagram? Yes. Am I worried <laughs> she's going to get a divorce because she had uh, re-promising or second wedding, like, what are they called? Oh, vow renewal? A vow renewal ceremony? Yes. And I don't even watch the show. But I am worried for them. <laughs> Can I ask something? Are they in the same Real Housewives where there's that one girl and her husband where they're both going to jail, but they got nope. their jail sentences nope. commuted? No, nope. that's so New Jersey. Times? That's New okay, Jersey. Okay, okay. I've that one. Kim was, in, Kim was in Atlanta. Again, never seen an episode, guys. I Like, maybe I've seen one episode. I haven't watched the whole season. She's in Atlanta. She got her own spinoff because she's that great. And now she's back on Atlanta. Again, never seen an episode. I can't, I've never seen a full season. But I know this information. We don't have enough shame for this episode. We don't. We're pretty open. Yeah. I mean, I follow Kim, and I look at her daughters pretty frequently, but don't follow them. That's shame. (laughs) That's shame. Like, I didn't go fully into the family. I'm halfway there. I mean, I've stalked some families. Do I know all the kids' names? (laughs) Yes, I do. I know every K name in that family. Celeb families, okay? Don't look at me like that. (laughs) I'm looking. So. Tell us about your TV show. So my TV show picks are... I mean, they're, they're popular shows. I don't know why they're popular, because they're bad. Example, The Big Bang Theory. Ugh. Oh, hate it. Maybe so seen, bad. Maybe seen 20 minutes, but I know I hate it enough to say it's a terrible TV show. Full episodes of that show? It is not funny. Yeah. It's I think I horrible. watched the first season, and I to this day, I'm like, oh. why? why and it that? has a spinoff. I don't know why anyone oh would oh. give a spinoff to How? Young Sheldon. No one cares about Sheldon. Do you know? I could talk about this forever. 17 million people? 17 million what? people. How? What is 17 million people? If you're listening to this podcast, what is happening? I hope you bet. I hope you're ashamed. You're watching that garbage people. And I'm but sorry. Keep listening <laughs> but keep subscribe. listening to us. I love you. Love you. I love you so much. Bye. <laughs> no, you wouldn't listen to this and then also watch young Sheldon. No, if you like, would let us know, we have some conversations. Explain it to me. You have to defend Sh- big bang theory and young Sheldon to me. Arguably. He is the worst person on that show. He because is. a, he makes stereotypes like no fucking tomorrow. And yet is a stereotype himself. And is almost made fun of the entire series, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then at the same time, he treats women like shit. Yeah. And he's not funny. Absolutely. He's that, not funny at all. The show isn't I'm funny. so annoyed that Blossom is on that. Because I know. Because she seems to be, like, great otherwise. I don't know why she's okay with being on this show. Like, do you remember that interview where somebody's like, what is it like to play a mathematician, blah, blah, blah. And she's, she's like, like, I am one in real I, life, I, bitch. I, yeah, and I was like, maybe you should take that lesson to heart and not be on a stupid, shitty show where they make fun of mathematicians yeah. like you. And I believe, because the show is so awful to women and they're so disrespectful to them, she's the only one on that show that actually has a fucking PhD. And yet they spend the whole fucking show making fun of her, who are, of actors, of yep. just people who are fucking actors, acting like men scientists making fun of her. Are you fucking kidding me? Anyway. Anyway. Steph. What was your other A lot of rage. A lot. <laughs> so along those lines. Okay. So I would say it's Modern Family. Ugh, also. Ugh. Seen maybe like two episodes and then I say I don't like it, but I didn't give it a fair try. I've never seen a single episode of that. It show. wins so many. Gra- many I want to say Emmys. Grammys. That's not right. <laughs> What's the, the music Emmys. was amazing. Emmys. So many Emmys. Constantly. It's not that good. I don't know. There's other better things worth more rewards than Modern Family. But you just pretend that you watched it. Like it was good. Like when it first came out, I think it was pretty like progressive in what they had. They had like a gay couple, older relationship. 
whatever. They had a lot of things, but like now, 2017, I think there's better think things it, out there. I feel like I, it poses as being a very yes, exactly. This is my biggest issue though, because I actually did sit in for like a good bit of that show, particularly because I really like Sofia Vergara. Yeah, and it always surprised me that it won any award. It does not deserve an Emmy, Emmy for anything. Maybe the guy that plays Phil Dumphy. Maybe. And even then, I think he's barely acting. I think he's just a giant goober, so it works. But this show... You feel like I'm, I would date him. <laughs> just so we love him. Yeah. This is how I always want to describe the show. It's so, It seems like it's so aggressively inoffensive. Like, it doesn't take a stance on anything. It doesn't push mm-hmm. you anything. It seems like it's progressive and it's modern because, oh my god, we have a gay couple. Mm-hmm. And, oh, we have an interracial couple. But actually... Incorrect. They all have nuclear families. One person stays at home. The other person has enough money to afford a giant fucking house in California for the other person to stay at home and take care of their kids. It's just like really set. Like the gay couple barely touch each other ever. It was such a huge big thing about them one day kissing that they created an episode called The Kiss. And the kiss that the gay couple finally has happens in the background of a different scene. What? So it's like portraying itself to be progressive. And what I think the idea is is that you are an offensive person who is actually not very okay with gay people and actually is not very okay with people of not your own race. You love Modern Family because it would make you feel like you were being modern. Question. But you're not cool with people. Do the other straight couples openly show Constantly. Constantly. Phil Dunphy and Claire Dunphy have the sex life. Like, they are all over each other all the time. So it's just that they find yeah. gay affection and, offensive. And the old guy, fucking Ted Bundy and Sofia Vergara. Sorry, what? Ted Bundy? <laughs> no. Wait, what's his name in the show? <laughs> Al Bundy! Sorry! That's oh, very okay. I was like, That's I was different. Like, was, uh... <laughs> Wouldn't that be a twist? <laughs> I'd be like, it's a serial killer. I mean, this whole time. Oh, that would be the best. Modern Family. <laughs> I try that again. Sorry I talked about shit about you, but you should use that storyline. <laughs> I think people would love it. So that you could prove how much of a hatred this man has Listen. for people. Listen, let me try that again. Al Bundy. Fucking Al Bundy. <laughs> and Sophia Vergara is married to Sophia Vergara. So they are constantly talking about having sex because he's an old guy with a super young hot wife. And this bothers me so much because Sophia Vergara is great. And her accent in the show is very played out. But for the most part, that is how she talks. And after like, I don't know how many seasons, seven seasons, something like that. I've only seen maybe the first two. They are constantly making fun of her accent. And it's so awful because that's the way she talks. Like, they act like her character is stupid and difficult to understand and all of these horrible things. That is the real person. Like, her actual accent is not that much put on. Like, that is what she sounds like. And yet a show called Modern Family is openly making fun of her constantly for being Spanish. And even her kid. So, like, it, it tries to be modern. And maybe... Maybe in like two thousand whatever when it started, you could have given it some credit. That's what I Wait, think. So but definitely not fun of her too. No, they make fun of the kid a lot for the way that he acts. Oh. He's not. It's good. He's not like. I was gonna say I make fun of my mom for her accent sometimes, but that's because I'm just imitating yeah. her. <laughs> no, it, the, the thing that happened with the kid is is slightly different. But again, it's really time. The only thing worthwhile about that show is fucking Lily, from the the like the little Vietnamese kid. Oh. And if you want a really good review on Modern Family, you should look up Mediaversity Reviews. Yeah, this website is amazing. So we just discovered this the other day, and it's a place that specifically reviews things based on how inclusive they are. And the fucking accuracy of these yeah. reviews are amazing. And their Modern Family one, the whole time I was reading it, I was like sitting in my desk just clapping along. When anyone along, does re- the breast like, research. <laughs> the only reason I watch the good place was because of mediaversity and i would have missed out on a really good I know, show. And the good, good place show. is so good <laughs> so good i was yeah. like what 
Yeah. That it's yeah. so accurate that the whole time you read the reviews, if you've watched the show, you're like, I've been saying this and for years. The guys. fucking level of staffs that they have in these reviews is amazing yeah. because it's so professional. And then they have that one little line of splat, uh, sass and a little, like, little shade thrown in. A little, little bit of shade, and you're like, shit. Like, I love Westworld, but that F review of Westworld, totally on board. Yep. So it makes sense. Yep. Not to hijack. Nope. Review. You yeah. said it better than me. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> so that has been my TV show picks. Steph picked a lot of things I have a lot of opinions about. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. But Kim's all hug forever, guys. We've had, like, even, like, a lot of re- opinions about each other's. So. Yeah. Yeah. I have a lot of opinions about sitcoms because I like comedy. I try to give a lot of them a chance. Mm-hmm. I judge people and it's on hard. their taste a lot. That's why we all have these great opinions. <laughs> judgy. Hey, yes, hey. we are very judgy people. <laughs> yes, we are. Soak it in. We're here for all of your judgment. You can audience. judge us as well. Like I, I mean, you have yeah. to. Yeah. That's true. I hey. can be the worst. Everyone is. You know what I'm excited to do right now? I'm excited to judge Nat about her TV show. What could it be? So I decided to go the other way for this and pick something that I do not talk about that I've watched or I'm ashamed that I watched. And the main reason is because I am a very open atheist. I will talk about atheism. Left? No, actually, I don't talk about it that much. But and I was like, I, I don't. Know. I mean, I, I guess this is about you, but it wasn't confirmed until now. But like, if somebody talks about God, I will fucking make fun of it for the rest of their life. I hope this show is like the Seven Hundred Club or some evangelist shit because what show is religious? So it reminds me of what's that show called? Touch is by it an Seven Angel? Heaven. Touched by an angel. Do you remember Touched by an angel? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember the like the main lady, the redhead. So this reminded me of that show, but less less PG and less godly than that because she was like an actual angel. It gets a little bit more less religious. I don't know. Anyway, so the show is Joan of Arcadia. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and it was a CBS show, and it's essentially the story is about this girl who at the very beginning in like the very first episode her brother gets into an accident like a huge car accident and he's in surgery and she's praying to god that she'll do anything anything to save his life who's the main actress for this oh it's uh amber tamblin she's the one that's married to david cross yeah so i think she was in sisterhood of the traveling pants she was yeah Yeah. i don't know what else she's in (laughs) i'm pretty sure she wrote that great article she did write that great article uh, it was the article about how she's tired of think, not being believed. Yeah, for sexual as a woman. assault. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never mind. I was like, in the context of a confessions episode where we've been lying a lot. That <laughs> is... Oh. Anyway, <laughs> so she prays to God that she'll do anything if God will spare her brother's life. And so he does live in that first episode and you find out that he's actually paraplegic, which is like a huge issue later in the show because he's a basketball player and he doesn't know how to <gasps> cope and that sort of thing. There are leagues. Right? <laughs> That's why I was like, this isn't like an old show. It was like 2005 or something. They steal that <laughs> he could have lived his life. Yeah. Um, and the actor for her brother is Jason Ritter. So John Ritter's son. Which was like crazy. I was like, you look very familiar. And I was like, oh my God, they look like twins if they... We're the same age. And alive at the same time. And alive at the same time. Ooh. Too soon. <laughs> oh, he's been dead several years. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, so he does live and that's what happens. And then like literally in the first episode, God's like, hmm, I did that for you. And now I'm going to call on you to do a favor for me. And she's like, what? Wow. Like, God cashed in his favors. How hard up is God that he needs to be calling in he his or she. IOUs? 
because God shows up in the form of a little girl. And like throughout the whole series, God shows up in these different people's bodies. It's hilarious because the theme song for the show is What If God Was One Of Us? Oh my God. Um, Excuse me, the title is just One Of Us. Thank you. One Of Us, whatever. And I think it's like a cover done by like Alanis Morissette or something. It's fucking amazing. (laughs) It's so good. Obviously, God shows up in these, like, different incarnations. And, like, throughout the whole series, each episode is essentially her doing a favor for God. God being like, hey, you need to help out this person. So it is kind of, like, touched by an angel, but you get, like, a more of a physical God sense. And she's helping out somebody that has, like, a drug issue. And there's, like, a lot. Is she a teen? Sorry. She is a teenager. And there's, like, a lot of, like, celebrity appearances. Does she not have school? She does have school. The whole thing mainly takes place at school. She's Uh, helping a lot of teenagers. How? Teen angst forever. Right? When does your, like, balance with God get even? Yeah. Like, at a certain point, is, like, is she paying into it and God just doesn't want to tell her? He's like, I'm so hard up. I got no profits left. Well, I think she's meant to do it for light. Like, that's that's what is implied. like, he didn't, he did half of the bargain. (laughs) (laughs) So, I should mention that I binge watched this show because my... Best friend's father randomly had, like, the DVDs and, like, this box set. I don't even know if it was, like, one or two seasons. But he was like, yeah, sure, take them. And so I, like, binge watch them and I get to the end and... Like, this show is, like, full nonsense. Like, she's just helping people, and it's, like, nothing. There's, like, I think, who made a guest appearance? I think it was, like, Haley or Hillary Duff or both of them Ooh. or something. Oh, yeah, the celeb like, list. Yeah, like, there's, like, a whole, like, weird celeb feature. Why would celebs. Amber Tamblyn agree to this? I, I don't she know. She was a teen. She probably wasn't well, Amber Tamblyn yet. You know what played her father? Have you guys ever, you guys have probably watched uh, Criminal Minds? Yes. Um, what's his face? The main guy, dark hair, thick eyebrows, Aaron? Italian. Aaron Hawk? No, David Rossi? Ew, David I'm Rossi. never watching the show. <laughs> He's the dad. David, for anyone who has watched Criminal Minds out there and watched all seasons, David, David Rossi peed on a guy. Never forget that that happened. Never forget that that happened. In, in Go a, back. In, in Criminal movie. Minds, David Rossi Pete, I'm not talking about the actor. I'm talking about the guy. David Rossi, what Pete, and the guy. On? I can't remember. Why would, he, why would you be on? What? I've seen every episode and he, I can't remember. I will talk about this later. I don't want to go too far okay, off okay, the podcast. Okay, but he, if you've watched it, he peed on the guy. Never forget the next time they're going to kick someone off that show. It better be someone who in universe peed on a dude because that's <laughs> never okay. Go back. Anyway. Joan of Arcadia. <laughs> so David Rossi is her father and that's like another celeb that I was like, oh, that's a big celeb. Anyway, so I like... like <laughs> I don't know who he is, so no. Well, I recognize him from other things. I just didn't know what. He's probably been in other TV shows. But anyway, so you get to, like, the end of the season, and it's been, like, full nonsense. And then suddenly they introduce this other prophet of God, because she's supposed mm-hmm. to be a prophet, too, because it's supposed to kind of parallel Joan of Arc. Joan of Arc. Yeah, I was going to say Arcadia. <laughs> but it, like, it doesn't fully do that, because I don't think they got enough. Nobody burned her at the stake? Nobody burned her at the stake. She did kind of go crazy for a while, and then they isolated her, but then she got better, so I guess she wasn't fully like Joan of Arc. (laughs) So you get to the end, you encounter this prophet, who I believe was hot, too. So I was like, hello, (laughs) let's introduce this guy in here. And then he tells her, why is she even doing what God wants? And she's just like, what the fuck? I never, this never occurred to me before. Wow, she's not very bright, is she? No, and then I was like, oh my god, she's gonna go through her weird teenage rebellious slash prophet rebellious phase. And then that's the show, it just ended. And I was like, fuck. Cliffhangers. Yeah. I can, I can almost live with that in like that year. But at this day and age, you should never end a season on a cliffhanger. No. The TV landscape is too volatile. You don't know what's going to happen. And you're sure like you're never going to get another episode. Yeah. It was crazy. 
And then I've never admitted to anybody I watched that show because I was embarrassed about it being so godly. I don't think you need to be embarrassed. I have heard quite a few people who have watched the show and they've all liked it. It's actually been on my list to maybe watch one day. It's a good show. So, Christina, what's your TV show? Okay. So, I have I have a few, now that I admitted, a few TV show shames. I wanted to put something that I had seen and lied about not seeing because I didn't just want it to be me pretending that I ingest way more pop culture than I do because I ingest a lot of it. So, I ended up, I went with a different TV show than I was originally planning to. There's not a crazy story behind it, but this is the story behind it. My mother is a big fan of reality television shows. Um, her and Steph would get along great. She Not morning. only did she watch Real Housewives of Toronto, <gasps> she followed all of them on Instagram immediately afterwards. And because my mother is older and doesn't necessarily understand social media and like celebrities. Would she comment to she them? She comments <gasps> to them. Oh she my God. A what a precious like, soul. Oh my God. What she say in a direct <laughs> message? I don't remember now, but I remember seeing it and I was like, you're crazy. <laughs> It's not to happen. What? She's a sweet baby. Oh. <laughs> she okay. It, like for her, it's if you. It's just how she's. That's the most precious yeah. thing I've ever. And I'm what if, what if someone's food. gonna like reply back to her and she's gonna have a famous friend? That's never gonna happen to me. You know what? To be fair to her, I'll never because I don't fucking comment on these things. I don't even like things unless I know the person. I'm like, I don't, you don't deserve my life. You don't deserve the money that yeah. gets you. My mother on Instagram follows Real Housewives. I bet, hey, her, I bet she's worried about Kim. She probably is. And Croy. She She's probably w- is. She probably yep. is. Yep. yep. <laughs> she loves Atlanta and New Jersey. Teresa forever. She follows on Instagram Real Housewives, the guy that plays Derek Morgan on Criminal Minds, ironically, oh my and God. me. And that that's her list. Three? <laughs> well, there are more people in Real yeah. Housewives, yeah. but yes. So anyway. Your mom's a precious gem. <laughs> she, she loves her um, reality shows. And because of that, I've seen a lot of them. But I don't consider, like, I've watched them. They're just on. Oh my god, is your pick going to be my favorite thing in the world? It's not going to be your, my, your favorite thing, but you're going to, I think, like it. Okay. But it's not Siesta Keys. <laughs> <laughs> so that I haven't, I'm only two episodes in, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saving that for later. <laughs> we'll do an episode and it'll come up and you'll be so excited. Apparently, two people start dating at the beginning of the season and then they switch who they're dating. <gasps> Love Drama. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, I know it's fake, guys. Yes. I know. But I don't care. <laughs> so, reality shows. She loves them. She's always got a fucking Kardashian on in the background of Real Housewives. Bless and that, that is how I've ingested most of it. So, I wouldn't consider myself having, like, watched Real Housewives of New Jersey or having watched um, Keeping Up With Our Kardashians. But I've seen episodes of them. And I usually admit to it. But there was one particular day where it was, like, a Saturday and the E! Network sometimes will Man air, months. like, a whole season yeah. on repeat for the whole fucking day. Mm-hmm. And I was just at home, and I was chilling out. I don't know if I was doing well. She wanted to put something on. Um, she throws on the E! Network, and one of the Kardashians pops up in something that's happening. Before I know it, I have watched all 13 or something episodes of an entire season of... Courtney and Chloe take the Hampton. Oh yeah. And oh, not yeah. only can I tell you, not only did I watch it, it got somewhere around the middle. And I was like, oh, I've actually seen this season before, but I haven't seen all the episodes. But he's like, but you can change it if you want. And I looked at my mother, who normally she gives me that open, and I'm like, boom, we're gonna watch a show you're gonna love, and I pick something else. She said that, and I was like, no, it's okay, we can keep watching this if you want. And then she was like, no, 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 don't change it, put something else on. And I was like, no, keep it on. I want it. <laughs> I need to find out what happens with the boat. Do Courtney and Scott stay together this season? I don't know. I watched that whole season. And then was Lam Lam in that one? Who? Lam 
Lamar. Chloe's uh, ex-husband. No, I think this is before. See, I don't I know what it, but like, I've seen a few of them. Yeah, yeah. I could be wrong about that. The big thing for me that season was fucking Courtney and Scott. This Didn't season. you find I she's hate pregnant both. in the Hamptons or is that yes. Miami? No, I think she. I think she does. I think because they. I think they have a conversation about like should they have another kid or not. And then they have two. Listen, now he's dating a child. Bella Thorne, right? That's who he's dating. No, no, someone else. Oh, Nicole he's... Richie's little sister. Oh my god. <sighs> yeah, guys. He had another sister. She only has one. I don't know what her name is listen here's what matters okay Chloe matters I hate these things I hate these things so much they're in the okay okay but out of all the Kardashians Chloe Chloe and Courtney they're the better ones I disagree about Courtney (laughs) I find her so annoying which is why I was amazed that I could not stop watching this also one thing that I learned from this season that I've always carried with me why do rich people have such big doors I want to be so rich one day (laughs) that my house or my cottage in the fucking Hamptons has those giant fucking doors that look like you could take a car through I love that so badly. I really want it. And then because Courtney particularly so small, every time they film her going up to that door and opening up, I'm like, you can't lift that. You're too tiny. You're not going to be able to open that door. And now for me the whole season, I was like, when's the day she's not going to be able to open it? She always did. I was very impressed with that. But I watched this whole season and I absolutely have never, like I, when I tell these stories, I'm always like, oh no, I don't, I've never seen like a season of the Kardashians. Like I don't watch that show. I've just seen a couple of episodes. I'm fucking lying. I was so <laughs> into the Hampton seasons that I actually ended up watching other episodes of the show of like the Miami one mm-hmm. of the Kardashians. I don't think there's anything else where I've seen like an entire, it's only one season of that technically that whole like mini spinoff. Because they don't go, I don't think they go back to the Hamptons again. But I watched all of it. And then afterwards I was like, no, I'm, I'm invested. And for a really long time, I really cared about Chloe and her relationships and yeah. where things were going. Chloe's the best. Yeah, She's she the one that's always sassy, right? I have no idea. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm not going to recommend anyone else watch it. <laughs> I'm going to put that out there. You should not watch it. But if you did watch it and you want to talk about it. I will, I will talk. You hit me up. I am on Instagram. Are you worried about Kim and Croy? Let me know. <laughs> Let me know. I have. It's like how I'm always worried for Britney Spears. What do we think the best lie was? Ooh. The worst lie has to be Harry Potter. Not because it's not impressive. <laughs> but because, Whoa. like, you... How much of an asshole did you feel like when you found out that it was amazing? I felt like a fool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I believe yeah. that. But again, can you guess what my house is? Yes. <laughs> we didn't talk, we can talk about that. We'll talk about Harry Potter again, but we're going to have to have a very important ha- conversation about We'll talk about Harry Potter. Harry Potter will probably show up several times. Yeah. Yes. It's going to happen. Maybe in, not spoiler alert, teaser, we're going to do a witches episode. Yeah. Magic, guys. Magic. So what was the know. best best lie? You tell us. You can email us at everyoneandtheirsister at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, and other various social media things. At, at eatscast. We're very proud of that. Yes. It's very consistent. Yes. <laughs> Weirdly enough, everyone and their sister, kind of a long handle to put on stuff. You have to find a short form. Exactly. <laughs> or else you end up with ampersands and ones in places of eyes. And I hate underscores. So yeah. we're EatsCast. Thanks for listening, everybody. Don't forget to subscribe. And rate us. Oh, yeah. If you liked it. If you're not, just don't rate us. You don't just, need, just, just, just keep the hate quiet, to yourself. Keep just the hate to yourself. Just quietly leave. Or, or just press five anyway. It's fine. No, email me your bad comments. Yeah, I, I still want to, I want to read some criticisms. Yeah, like, I appreciate it. I mean, like, fuck you, but I'll read them. <laughs> i like, on, like, on the next podcast. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just do my hate mail corner. Hate yeah. mail corner. Ooh. You guys suck.
Thank you. Mom. Thanks. Love mom. Well, oh my god, my mom would say I suck. No, I'm just kidding. Thanks she for listening. <laughs> All right, thanks guys. Bye, everybody. Also, tell us some of the things that you've lied about on some of those various social media. Yeah, things. I'm interested. Send or me a link. If you have good idea for themes, I'm also interested in reading those. What That's do you want to hear? Us talk I don't about. care about your themes. I care about ours way more. Wow. <laughs> what do you want to hear? Let us know. And now we're finally ending. Okay, bye guys. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Music credit goes to artist Pluribel for the song Wallflower and Jazzhar for the song Please Listen Carefully. Hmm. Sounds good. David Rossi included. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, oh, that's right, I can't watch he's, it because of David he's, Rossi. He's a cop in that show too. Oh, I bet he also peed on the dude in that universe. Listen. <laughs> I don't understand. I wait, wait, never wait, forget. Again, real life or in the show? In the show. The actor, actually, disclaimer, the actor who plays David Rossi. The character Rossi, in the show. I forget what his name is, but it's something Italian. He <laughs> To my knowledge, has not peed on anyone. I can't confirm, but I do not currently have confirmation of that. But in the universe, David Rossi fucking peed on someone, and that is not okay.